Good morning, everyone, and good morning to everyone online. I believe there's so many of you. I wish you were here with us, but and lovely to have you. We've been talking about the kingdom, and Mark's brought us some extremely powerful messages. This is a much simpler one. And in case you hadn't noticed, or if you're joining us for the first time online, our word for this year is kingdom. We always ask God to give us a word for the year, something to focus on, something to build our faith around. And we've been teaching about the kingdom, what it is and what it means. Jesus tells us, and I should have you teaching this message, Brian, not me, because I know this is your favorite scripture, seek first the kingdom of God. It comes from Matthew chapter 6. And verse 33. And so that's what I want to talk about this morning. Seeking first the kingdom of God. Jesus tells us to do it and he promises blessings if we do. And as Christians, our primary focus should be on the thing Jesus tells us to seek first. He tells us so many things. The Bible is so full of his amazing teachings and blessings, but he tells us this, seek first. That is the kingdom of God. We're supposed to put it first in our lives, but in order to do that, we need to understand what it is, why it's so important, and then how to seek it. So, let's start. What is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is a real place, and it's currently centered in heaven. The Bible also calls it the kingdom of heaven. Jesus started teaching about this kingdom the moment he began his ministry. From Matthew 4 and verse 17, Jesus said, from the time Jesus began to preach, this is what he was saying. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. First thing he called us to do, repent. Why? For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. When he was accused and tried before Pilate, Pilate asked him if he was a king. Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would be fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not of this world. From John chapter 18 and verse 36. The kingdom of God is a real government in heaven that God said he is going to establish on earth, but it's not here yet. We have no guarantee about exactly when it will arrive. In fact, Jesus explained that none of us can be sure about when he will return to establish his father's kingdom. So many people have decided they know more than Jesus. 
And how many times have we heard that the kingdom is coming now and all these prophetic words? Jesus said, no one knows but the Father. In Matthew 24, verse 36, Jesus explains clearly, but concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. So if you hear someone telling you that they know this, please don't pay attention. Only God knows. In the vineyard, we talk about the now and the not yet of the kingdom. I'm sure if you've been with us long enough, you would have heard that expression, the now and the not yet of the kingdom. The kingdom came with power when Jesus came to earth. And he, that's Jesus, called the 12 together These are his disciples that he'd been training and teaching. And he gave them power and authority over all demons. Don't read through that quickly. Power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to do what? To proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal, Luke chapter 9, the first two verses. This same instruction, with its power and authority, has been given to us by Jesus in Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20. It's what we call the Great Commission, and we are told to go and make disciples. The Holy Spirit was poured out at Pentecost. And when we are born again, we have that Holy Spirit power living in us. The kingdom of God is here now, living and working in us through and by the Holy Spirit. But it's not in its fullness. It's here. We've got it. But it will only come in its fullness when Christ returns. So it's not fully here yet. This is the now and the not yet of the kingdom. Matthew, verse 6, sorry, chapter 6 and verse 10, and we heard it this morning, didn't we? Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is what we call the Lord's Prayer. When the disciples asked Jesus, how do we pray? He taught them, and this is what he taught them to say. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's the cry of his heart. That's what he came to show us and give us. And that's why it's our scripture for this term. So, why is the kingdom of God so important? When we look back over thousands of years of human history, we see that we humans cannot really effectively rule ourselves. Is there a government anywhere in the world right now where the leaders lead well? The people live together in love, and there's peace and prosperity. Now, we're not all rushing to answer that one, are we? In the end, All human governments, apart from God, will fail. 
In short, humans need a better government that will be able to produce peace and prosperity forever. God created man and woman in his own image, and he told us to rule and reign over the earth. Rule and reign. That's what he created us to do. Then God said, let us make man in our own image. You know he's talking to Jesus and the Holy Spirit at this time. Let's make man in our own image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion. Dominion means to rule and to reign. Dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Right in the beginning, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26. That's what we were created to be and do. And we're not doing a very good job, are we? We should be living and ruling in Eden, the perfect paradise God created for us. But we blew it, and we're still blowing it. Instead of believing and trusting God, Adam and Eve believed the serpent's lie that they could become like God. The result, they hid themselves from the presence of God and were cast out of Eden, God's kingdom on earth. And the problem with us today, without Jesus, is we think we are our own gods. It's all me, myself, and I, the unholy trinity. It's all about what I can do and what I need and what I want and my rights. I can even call myself a he if I want to. I don't. It's so important that we recognize that Jesus came to restore our relationship with God that was broken there in the garden, taking on the punishment for our sin with his sacrificial death on the cross. Oliver, I loved the way you said that we were the joy that was set before Jesus. I'd never seen that before, so thank you. We are the joy. Isn't that amazing? Jesus went to the cross, not in despair and discouragement, but he went with joy because he knew that his death was taking the punishment for our sins so that we could be restored into a relationship with God. What joy that gave him to go and face that pain and suffering so that we could be restored. Oliver, thank you. That was a real little gem this morning. Jesus made the way for us to enter the kingdom of God. It's so important that we, as followers of Christ and his kingdom, live kingdom lives now, not waiting till we get to heaven now, following God's rules in his word, walking in his ways and shining his light so that we can make a difference in our world now, we are the light. Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. He's given us that light. It's that light that pushes back the darkness. We are the light. When we live the way he created us to live, we bring the kingdom here on earth. 
I'm just going to say this again. It's just blowing my mind. When we live the way he created us to live, we bring the kingdom here on earth. Just pause there a minute and think about that. It's a huge honor, privilege, and responsibility. I've paraphrased 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. We are a chosen race. Doesn't matter what race you are, we're a chosen race. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession that we might proclaim the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's what we're created for. God's kingdom is an eternal kingdom. And as born-again believers, we are co-heirs with Christ and will live with him in his kingdom for all eternity. That's why this kingdom is so important. So, my third point, what does it mean to seek first the kingdom of God? Seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness means not only praying for Jesus' return and God's righteous rule and reign, but striving to live by the laws of God's kingdom now. This means God's way becomes the top priority in our thinking and in our actions. And if God's way is our top priority, it changes our lives and it gives us a perspective that allows us to conquer worries and fears and finds purpose and peace of mind. Isn't that beautiful? If we seek first his kingdom, if we live by the laws of his kingdom now, Brian, you love that passage of scripture because this comes after we all worry, been not anxious for anything. We're anxious about food and drink and where will we get, where will we get? This is what Jesus was answering, all these questions. And he said simply, don't worry about that. Seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, all these things will be added to you. How many of us are not living a kingdom life now? How many of us are living with anxiety and stress and all sorts of problems? Because we're not seeking first his kingdom, living the way he created us to live. Jesus' teaching included instructions on how to seek God's kingdom. It's no good just saying, seek first the kingdom. So how do we do that? Well, first of all, living by his laws. But from the beginning of his ministry, he showed us how to do this. From that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 4, 17. The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. There's the now. Repent, here it comes again, and believe in the gospel, the good news. Mark 1 and verse 14. And then, 
he called Simon and Andrew, who were fishing. And Jesus said to them, follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. Repent. Believe in the gospel. Follow Jesus. Mark, my Mark, not the Mark of, John, of the gospel, so believes this that his email address is Fissers of Men, because Fissa is the word for fisherman in English. So he really, really believes this and lives it. Repentance and belief are the two foundational stepping stones by which we enter this glorious kingdom and become followers of Jesus. These are key. Repentance means turning from our old way of life and our baptism declares this. We go under the water as a symbolic gesture of leaving our sins and having them washed away, dying to self, this idea of burial, our old self dying, and coming up out of the water a new creation. And I think when we do shake off this mortal flesh, we will be that new creation coming back to life. And this is fundamental to becoming a Christian. So please, if you haven't been baptized, no matter how strong your walk is or how long you've been following Jesus, this is such a crucial demonstration of what it means to be a follower of Christ. And Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Awesome, awesome, awesome promise. Acts 2 and verse 38. What an incredible promise and a clear instruction as to how we seek the kingdom of God. This is the first thing, and we need to put first things first. So faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the word of God. We've got to know the word. We've got to hear God's word. Otherwise, how do we know that we are living a kingdom life, that we are following his instructions, that we are people of the gospel, the good news. That was from Romans 10 and verse 17. We need to study and know God's word. If you really want to seek God's kingdom, how about starting, starting with a search in your Bible concordance using the word kingdom? See what you can learn. Go over the messages on the kingdom that we've been teaching this year. They've been incredible, and they're all on the church website. Don't just come and expect us to feed you. Feed yourselves. Get into the word. Look up the kingdom. Start, start digging into it. What does it mean? How do I seek this kingdom, and, and what is it, and how do I live in it? Go over your notes. I know some of you take copious notes. Remind yourselves of what God was saying to you. From these messages, I mean, there are some real gems in there. Our faith grows. Faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word. Our faith grows when we spend time in God's presence and his word. 
and he reveals his kingdom to us. The good news is that seeking first the kingdom of God means more than just waiting for Christ to return. When the coming kingdom becomes our focus, we make the decision to live by every word of God. And that changes who we are, doesn't it? I'm sure we all fall. We all make mistakes. I know I do. And I can tell very clearly when that was not the word of God in some of my thoughts and actions and words. I don't have to think. I don't... Oh, I wonder if that was a godly thing. I wonder if that would please... No, it's very obvious to me. Why? Because I know the word. Because I've been following his teaching. I know what he's told me to do. And I know when I fall short. Children imitate their parents. You just have to watch little Oliver. I mean, sorry, little Isaac with big Oliver. You'll get the picture. We are children of God. The more we seek him, the more we become like him. The more we seek his kingdom, the more we learn to live as he created us to be. And this is what God has created us to be. Revelation 5.10 says, And you, this is God, have made them to be a kingdom of priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. Too many of us think, oh, we have no power or authority here. No, no, this is not God's kingdom. When I die and go to heaven, then it'll... No, this is what we were created to be and to do. The kingdom is here now, not in its fullness, but as full as we make it. And that's the key. It's as full as we make it. If we live like followers of Jesus, following his word, we will see the kingdom we will be the kingdom. It will impact our lives and the lives of those around us. It's so important. We shall reign on the earth. Have a little minute to think. What's your reign like? Has your crown slipped a bit? I know sometimes mine falls right off. But we are meant to rule and reign here and now. That's where the kingdom is. When we rule and reign, we bring the kingdom. What a promise. What a destiny. And isn't that worth seeking above all else? So I hope that's given you a little taste and you will be encouraged and inspired to do a little more seeking and a little more kingdom living, a little more ruling and reigning, a little more straightening of the crown. So the questions... And I know we always start with this one, but it's so important because if we didn't do this, we would walk away and forget 99.9% .9 of what's been said. So while it's fresh in your mind, what stood out for you in this message? And as we discuss it with our friends around the table, it solidifies in us, it, it strengthens us, it, it becomes clear, and we, we take ownership of it. Um, I just think it's so important and the second one, what change can you make in your life and walk with Jesus to make sure that you are seeking him and his kingdom first? I really want a commitment from us this morning. Not trying to change everything, but 
I know for me there are things I can change that will make me much more like Jesus, much more a kingdom person, much more able to rule and reign. So, so what one thing, don't try millions, start with one. What one thing can you commit to? What is God saying to you by spirit in your heart now? What one thing can you do so that you are seeking his kingdom first above all else? And then get your group to pray into these things as you wait on him so that your, your friends, your Grace family around the table are standing with you, praying for you, solidifying, supporting, loving. I hope that's been helpful because I don't want us to just float through thinking, yeah, we come to church, we go to connect group, we Christians, we praise, we pray. And yet we're still drifting along like this, not making the difference that we're created to make, not living in the now of the kingdom that Jesus came to give us. Let's be kingdom people. Enjoy. Thank you.